Welcome back to the NatMatSci podcast, brought to you by the National Mathematics and Science College. This is the podcast to let you find out more about NatMatSci by hearing staff and students talking about their experiences, all unscripted and unplugged, so that you can hear what life is really like at the college. Now, today we're talking to Dan Knowles, a teacher of maths at the college, but also someone who's pioneering sport amongst all the students. Dan is about to talk to us about what took him into teaching, what attracted him to NatMatSci, and why he enjoys working with young people. But we also get to hear about sport at the college, the options available to the students, and the difference it can make in their lives. So come with me now as we hear all about sport and maths at the college with Dan Knowles. Dan, welcome to this episode of the podcast, and thank you for being here. How are you today? Hi, um, I'm very well, thank you. I'm enjoying this sunshine that has suddenly uh, hit us here in the UK. Uh, you could tell that spring is definitely here and, and winter seems to be over. So yeah, I'm having a great day. We're actually in the middle of uh, exam season here. Um, so we're giving mocks to our year twos, ready for their real exams in a few weeks' time. Uh, our year ones have got their end of term, term assessments as well. So uh, lots of marking for me, lots of studying for the students. But yeah, life, life is good. And are the students getting at all stressed out about this or are they, are they generally fairly calm about, about their mocks? They're generally calm and relaxed. We, we give study leave for this week to the year twos. So, you know, they're coming in in, in non-uniform, quite relaxed and uh, they're getting back straight back to studying once the uh, exam for the day is over and things. So all the teachers are here uh, available for them to talk to and to ask questions to when, when they're not in exams. So I hope we can help out with their revision quite a bit, um, even though they're, they're on study leave. Mm. No, that's really good to hear. That's great to hear. Dan, I'd love to understand a little bit more about yourself. So first of all, tell us a bit about how you got into teaching in the first place. What was it about teaching that appealed to you when you were thinking about what to do with your career? Well, growing up, I was quite involved with uh, working with young people. I worked in various youth groups. I set up things like football uh, tournaments and sessions. Uh, I ran holiday clubs out in France for the young people there. So we'd go paintballing, go-karting, high ropes courses, all that kind of thing. But alongside loving working with young people, I also loved maths. Yeah, I did my uh, degree in maths as well. I loved the discovery of maths, uh, the problem solving, learning new ideas, uh, those kind of aha moments you would have sometimes in maths when you discovered something. So my love of working with young people, my love of maths, like the natural, the obvious choice is just to go into teaching, isn't it? So, so that's, that's what's brought me here. And when you were at school yourself, what was your own experience like of being on the receiving end of education? Mm, good question. My sixth form college experience was really, uh, really profound on me and had a profound effect on me. When I went to sixth form, I left my friends uh, at my school and went to a, a, just a sixth form college in another town instead of the sixth form attached to the school. And this was really beneficial for me. It, it was fantastic because all the students there were passionate about their subjects. Uh, you weren't uh, having 11-year-olds running around next to you. The, the teachers were just focused on their A-levels. Uh, you know, the teachers weren't going from teaching basic arithmetic and then going to teaching A-level further maths, you know, within the same day. All the teachers were just focused on their A-levels. And uh, the environment I was surrounded by was just really, had, a, had a really profound effect on me. So yeah, my sixth form education was, was fantastic. And that's what helped me look for a place to come teach in because it was such a, a good experience as a student myself. I've always wanted and loved to work in a place similar to that. And, and that's what I found here at, at Nat Matsai is a, a very similar environment. And even more than that, this is 
completely STEM focused here. So the focus is on maths and science. Um, it's just a fantastic place to be. Some people think that staying at a, at a, at a sixth form college as opposed to remaining at school, which might have a sixth form like area attached to it, is a good stepping stone between school life and university life as well. Is that something that you found when you were a student yourself? Yes, completely. The The independence you get at, at a sixth form college compared to, like I said before, being surrounded by 11 and 12 year olds, it really does give you that university feel. You're very independent. You, you come and go as, as you please. You have free, free periods where you can do your study time. And everyone you're surrounded by are studying too. They, they've all got these A-levels they're doing at the end of their, their time here. So everyone's extremely focused, extremely passionate about the subjects uh, that they've chosen. Uh, yeah, it's a very stark contrast to uh, a sixth form attached to a, to a school. Very stark contrast to it. Mm. And more than that, at uh, at Natmatsai, we have the international aspect as well. So as well as it being a STEM specialist, we also have international students are our main intake. So it's very similar to university where you are going to be meeting people from all over the world at university. Uh, the same is true here. You get to find out about lots of different cultures, lots of different people. Uh, it's, it's really exciting uh, place to come. So you mentioned about NatMat side being focused on STEM subjects, of course, which clearly makes it a little bit different to the sixth form college that you went to. Um, and I'm imagining mm. that most sixth form colleges are more general and not specific in STEM subjects. Um, tell me about some of the benefits that students can enjoy if they come along to a college like Natmatsai instead of going to a sixth form college, which is which is more general. Yes, precisely. The college I attended as a, as a student would be teaching music technology or geography. And, uh, you know, there were many, many uh, subjects that would, were taught there. Whereas here we have such a, a narrow range that we're able to specialize a lot more in the subjects that we, that we do teach. Uh, and also your fellow students are going to be the students also studying maths and the sciences. Uh, so you, you're not going to have friends who are studying you know, English, law and geography in the same way that you would in, in a normal sixth form college. But this allows the, the teaching and the syllabus to be uh, tied together with other subjects. So biology and chemistry can work really closely together. Physics and maths can work really closely together. And we all understand where each of the subjects are coming from. Uh, and we're all of a very similar mindset and, and get the job done uh, in a much better way, I feel. Mm. And how long have you worked at the college for? And, and also, how did you hear of the college in the first place? So this is my, I'm coming to the end of my fourth year here. Uh, and the college has been around for six years. So four out of six years isn't, isn't too bad. But uh, I, I first heard about the college actually before it was set up. I heard about the college. It seemed very exciting at the time. But I felt like at that time, in, at that stage of my career, where I was working at the time, I was doing a lot of exciting things to do with teacher training and being involved with uh, the University of Birmingham. So uh, I felt like it wasn't the right time for me back then. But two years later... Um, when the college was two years old and it was much more established than having to, to start from nothing, uh, I then decided to come over and, and join what was still something very exciting and still very uh, in its very early stages still. Now, as well as being a teacher of maths at the college, you're also involved in sport as well, I believe. Tell us a little yeah, bit about correct. that. Tell us the involvement that you have in sport there at the college. So we uh, have a few different options available for, for the students to take part in sport at the college. We've got, well, the, the most obvious thing is table tennis is always available in the common room for any kind of break or lunch or free period. And the students often take great joy in, in beating me at table tennis every now and then too. Um, but otherwise, uh, the sports we run at after college. So on a Tuesday, they've got the choice of badminton or football. Every single week they could do badminton 
Fontenot Football. And that's at the Sports Centre, uh, about a five-minute walk away around the corner. And then on Fridays as well, we uh, go to the same sports centre and, and play basketball. So they're the main sports opportunities. Next term in, in the summer, we will also introduce Ultimate Frisbee. I don't know if you've ever come across that sport, but it's very enjoyable for uh, for all of our students to, to learn and to uh, get involved in some Ultimate Frisbee as well. In terms of this opportunity for the students, they can also all have a gym membership. Um, for the gym that's just five minutes away, they can have access to the gym there and all the swimming pool facilities and things as well. So uh, there's lots over there for them to get involved with uh, if they if they want to. Okay, so this feels like a, a mini contradiction based on what you were talking about earlier, where where we were talking about STEM subjects and, and there being no geography or music or anything like that. And now here we are talking about sport, which clearly doesn't fall into STEM. So why is sport now a, a key part of, of college life at Natmatsai? It's purely for uh, their physical fitness and their mental health, but also to develop them socially and to develop the, uh, the students culturally as well. Uh, the sports sessions allow our students to interact with lots of people they wouldn't otherwise interact with. So they're, they're interacting with other students who aren't in their year or aren't in their class. They're interacting with staff at the sports center or staff at the gym, staff at the swimming pool. It's really good for them to get outside of, of this bubble here and experience something different, experience the local gym, Gym, uh, the local sports centre. And again, this is preparing them for university life. We, we come back to that again, that this is a, re- a real stepping stone up to that university feel uh, in the atmosphere we, ha- we have here. So this is less about um, sport being a subject at NetMatSci and more about it being a, a way of spending time when, when they're not studying STEM subjects. Precisely, yes. It's, uh, it's not a subject that we teach. We don't do A-levels in PE or sports science or, or anything like that, but it's more to do with their health, their, their physical health and their their mental health uh, and, and their social time. It is not competitive. Uh, we don't play against other schools. Uh, we do, however, have a very hotly contested house table tennis competition. But again, that is very much internal uh, in, in, in the college. We're, we're not playing against other other schools or colleges. It's good to hear that NAMATSI is keeping to its core subjects, in that case being STEM. Uh, that's very good to hear. Um, now, tell me a bit about mental health and well-being and how sport can be a really positive thing to help with that. Yeah, so the, the benefits of, of playing sport at the college are many. Obviously, with, with their health and fitness, we can keep their health and fitness up, uh, as well as their mental health, being able to socialize with, with other students and get outside in the fresh air and that competitive element as well. So where, the, where they have a, a little bit of competition, but it's, it's not important because it's just, you know, it's just with friends we're playing. It's good for the team building and the bonding between students. So there are many benefits to, to holding sports sessions with them. Um, and it's very relaxed. It's completely optional. Not None of the sports we do are compulsory. It's all just if you want to get involved, you can get involved. Uh, we, we're not going to force any students to do sports if they don't want to. And that's absolutely fine. And do you think as well that given that in other sixth form colleges where they might be able to study PE, I imagine there's going to be a more of a natural take up of, of sport um, in any capacity at that college, as opposed to NAMATSI where it's mainly, well, completely focused on STEM subjects. Do you find that, to use a math term, that there is a lack of correlation between students who enjoy STEM subjects and students that enjoy partaking in sport? Not necessarily. Um, 
it would appear that way just for, in popular opinion. But in my experience, mathematicians can be fantastic sports people. So can scientists. Uh, I don't think there's necessarily a correlation between interesting STEM subjects and lack of interest in, in sports. I, th I think that's a, a common misconception about um, scientists and about STEM subjects in general. Interesting. That's really good to hear. That's very good. Um, now, you mentioned about some of the sports that uh, are available. You mentioned table tennis, badminton, football, uh, basketball, I think you said on Fridays, and ultimate frisbee, which does sound fun. I might come along for that one myself. Um, <laughs> tell us which of these has had the greatest take up. Probably the uh, ultimate frisbee uh, in the summer term. We, we haven't got around to that yet, but when that does come around everyone's at a very similar level um, when it comes to Ultimate Frisbee. So it, it is a great leveler. Um, we all play together, big teams. So yeah, anyone can get involved and, and people do really enjoy running around and throwing a Frisbee around. Badminton has also got high take-up, but because some students are amazing at badminton and other students may never have played it before, there is a much bigger gap in ability with badminton and football as well. Uh, there's a very big gap in abilities there. Whereas with something like Ultimate Frisbee, every Everyone's around about the same uh, kind of level, so everyone can in enjoy it that much more. And a lot of us will be used to throwing a frisbee if we're on the beach or somewhere like that. But how does ultimate frisbee work as a sport? Uh, so if you've ever come across uh, the sport of netball, it's very similar to that in that when you catch the frisbee, you're not allowed to move uh, anywhere. You have to throw the frisbee before you can then move again. And then similar to something like rugby or American football, the, the aim is to get the frisbee into the end zone. So uh, you, you're on a pitch, a similar size to a football pitch or a rugby pitch, and you're trying to catch the frisbee when it's in the, the end zone. And you pass it uh, uh, to each other all the way up the pitch until you get to the end zone. So I guess having a good technique in the throwing is going to be a crucial factor in this. Is that right? <laughs> yes. And students often try to go for these Hollywood passes from one end of the field to the other end of the field, which nearly always fail. So the, the trick is to do quick, short passing and, and moving is, is the key to a good ultimate frisbee player. So you've got to pass and move, pass and move, and ne never throwing more than a few meters away because you know the wind might take it or you, their throwing skill might not be good enough enough so yeah it's, it's all about the sh short quick passes that's sound advice I, I love the phrase about the hollywood style because that, that's exactly what uh, i would do i think a lot of people would probably go for that <laughs> and actually if you're giving hints and tips on throwing a frisbee i know that whenever i throw a frisbee it always starts off being horizontal i don't know this is the right term and then ends up being very quickly tipping onto its side and then being vertical and then hitting the ground and just rolling <laughs> Uh, what am I doing wrong in that case? It's all to do with the amount of spin you're putting on the frisbee. You need to really get that spin going so that it stays as steady as possible. Ah, okay. Any other tips then regarding ultimate frisbee about how I can beat the opposition with this? <laughs> well, it's all about teamwork. It's all about staying compact as a team, uh, not having too many people too far away and just keeping the options open. So make sure you're in plenty of space. If someone comes to try and mark you, you need to get away from them, drag them out of, uh, out of the way or you know, just find some space somewhere so yeah they're, they're my big tips awesome now tell us about the sports center i mean you, you've mentioned about some of the options that are available to the students at the sports center what does the sports center actually look like and how far is it from the college uh, it's a very modern building actually i don't know when it was built but it, it must be fairly recently and it's about a five minutes walk away if if that's probably and we can see this the sports center you know literally from out of my window i can see it right here so it, it's not far away at all the facilities there are absolutely fantastic the gym they 
have has about 10 treadmills, a similar number of cycling machines and, you know, all those kind of things you'd expect in a, in a normal gym, as well as having a big sports hall. It's also got a, a big swimming pool as well with sauna and steam room facilities. It's also got AstroTurf football pitches outside, which is obviously where we, we play on the football on those AstroTurf pitches. And then it's also got these big fields for football or, or rugby uh, on the grass fields, but we tend to not use those so much because we don't have 11 aside to play football or rugby. Given the fact that this is all for recreational purposes and, and not a, a, a key subject within the college, uh, is there any additional monthly fee that the students need to pay in order to be a member of the sports centre or is that all included? It's all, it's all included in their fee. Uh, we don't add any uh, additional cost for this. Uh, all the students will get a, a gym membership and along with that comes a swimming pool uh, as well. And all these sports sessions we put on, none of them come at an extra cost. They're all just uh, optional. Uh, and as staff, we do them voluntarily. So we enjoy running them for the, for the students and hopefully they enjoy coming along to them. So Dan, you mentioned as well that there's house table tennis. How does that work? And also what other opportunities are there for house competitions? Yeah, so all the students, when they join us, get assigned to a house. And throughout the year, there are many competitions. There are a few that are involving sports. So house table tennis is, like I said, one of the most hotly contested competitions where we, we have a group stage where they will uh, play. Each student will play a few other students and, and earn points for their wins. And then they will be put through to a quarterfinal, a semifinal and a, and a final. So it's a, a real structured tournament. And the students absolutely love the, the competitive nature of this, but it's in a safe and encouraging environment. It's just within college uh, itself. We're not playing uh, in any other schools or colleges. We've also got other house competitions. Uh, we're hoping to add house football uh, later in this year and also potentially house sports day as well. So I, I don't know what that will look like yet. I'm imagining egg and spoon, but I don't know how accurate that will be. You know, a sack race maybe, who knows? But uh, yeah, we're hoping for a house sports day towards the end of the year as well. And Dan, how many houses are there at the college? So there are four houses uh, at our college. They're all named after famous scientists and mathematicians. And in each house, there's maybe 14 or 15 students in each house. So uh, it's a good number to choose from if they need to form a team or, or whatever. There's many mm. house competitions, so not just uh, restricted to the sports. I actually ran a house cryptography competition, which went down really well. There's you know house maths competitions, there's house art, there's house music. There's, there's many house competitions throughout the year. And the house names, what are they? Can you share them with us now? Uh, yeah, so we have Bell Burnell. We have Cornforth, Gaim, and Nurta. So they're the four houses. Wow, these are all good names. And I, I confess they're <laughs> names that I haven't actually heard of before. Yeah, so the, the houses are named after famous scientists and mathematicians. As a mathematician myself, it's Nurta, who, um, who is the mathematician in that list. And uh, Emmy Nurta was a fantastic mathematician. She did a lot in abstract algebra. So e even a mathematical concept, Nurturian rings are named after her. So yeah, that's, that's who Emmy Nurta was. And uh, yeah, she was a fantastic mathematician. And we chose to name one of our houses after her. That sounds very good. And especially her being a woman as well, um, which, is a, which is a great thing to have in 2022, of course. Dan, if anyone's listened to any element of this and they want to find out more about the college or more about maths or in particular more about sport at the college, is there any way they can get in touch with you regarding this? Uh, of course, there should be contact channels throughout the website. And if you ask for me, my name is Mr. Knowles. Uh, so I'm sure they'll be able to point you in my direction if, if you'd like to get in touch. That's great. Well, look, thank you very much for your time. It's been great talking to you. It's been great finding out more about sport at the college. And I really appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you very much.
So that was Dan Knowles, teacher of maths at the college and lover of sport. Thank you so much, Dan, for joining us on this episode of the podcast. It was really good to talk to you. Now, our next episode is coming out soon. But in the meantime, thank you for listening to this one. Don't forget to follow or subscribe so you can stay in touch. And we look forward to seeing you next time. Bye for now.